1: Bitch, on blind.
2: All, for my all
3: right, it's 6 o'clock. It's Monday night. It's time for the Joke Workshop here on MutinyRadio.fm. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, uh, here to take notes and uh, pay, pay attention to comedians. It's been a while, so I don't remember any of your material. This will be a lot of fun for me. And uh, I'm excited to pay attention to you for the next couple hours because it's super exciting. Today we are training a new mutineer. Sima Lieberman. Everyday race with every for everyday people. Uh, she takes people of disparate, or not disparate, but just different cultures and puts them in a room together and they talk about race issues. Pretty fucking cool, right? Uh, yeah, it's gonna be on Mondays from 10 to noon here at Mutiny Radio. Changing the world one podcast at a time, so big thanks to Sima tonight for hanging out and helping out so that we can uh, pay more attention to your jokes and that's the way the joke workshop works here is that the more you guys pay attention and make comments the better that this is otherwise it's just me talking and that's a lot and you don't want to listen to me all the time uh, you want the what the what your peers think about your jokes and um, and then we also remember that we want this to be a nice place and I don't want to say that it's a safe space or nobody's triggered because I hate those words but if you know it basically goes like this if you feed someone the shit sandwich, right? But make the bread taste good. So a nice toasted brioche bun on top and bottom. Maybe some mayonnaise in there. And then you just give them the real beef in the middle. But be honest. I mean, we're all here to get better and and um, just work on our craft, whatever the fuck that means. So four-minute sets punctuated with four minutes of critique. It'll be three minutes when you hear the... Oh, but why would you do that? Why would you make that crazy noise? Because it's really important for you to learn what a real minute feels like uh, as beginning comedians or any comedians. Just timing's important. And also, just know what it feels like to run the light. <laughs> just know what a minute is so that you don't have that embarrassing light-running problem later in your shall we call it a career question mark Uh, All right, I'm gonna run this because I have no idea what's happening I do know that Natasha Vinick is here because we conversated earlier and Sergio Novoa I know he's here too Uh, uh, Dan Dan Shively what a joy he is I I didn't mean that sarcastically at all I literally mean that he is a fucking joy I didn't mean to put that much tone on it I apologize I have issues I have issues with my tone all right, everybody, clap your hands in a wild, slappy-like motion for your first Comedian of the Night, Dan Shively! Yay! Thanks
2: Money in the bucket, you guys.
4: Thanks, Pam. Pam, you look so fucking healthy. Like, super good. You got some sun. Seems like the blood's flowing. I want to hang out with you more. All right, jokes. That's another fucking shit. Uh, So, I used to be a bouncer in college. I was a bouncer at a a club in San Jose called the Voodoo Lounge on 2nd Street. It's downtown. It was kind of a cool job, but I had to, like, I was the door guy, you know? So I had to, like, break up fights all the time, you know? And it was always the same exact guy. It was the drunk guy, end of the night. He didn't get laid, so now he's got a fight. He's like, this is for my dick! Ah!" Sidestep, push them over, right? It's easy enough. But you have to forgive those guys, right? Because if you think about it, that's what all males do everywhere all the time. In the mountains, the rams are like, this is where my dick. Ah! In, the, in the plains, the zebras are like, do, 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 do. this is where my dick. On Jupiter, beneath the thick atmosphere, the squid creatures are like, mew, 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 mew. <laughs> Subtitle: Death to the humans. This is for my dick. All right. <laughs> That's my bouncer joke. Uh, I I find peace in strange places. We're all we're all comics, right? We all are pretty much distressed a hundred percent of the time, right? Yeah. And you find you get those little brief moments of clarity or peace or whatever the fuck you want to call it, right? I love that moment when right when you fall, you know, when you trip and you fall over, right as you're in the air, all the shit goes out of your head, all the bills, all the, did I leave the oven on? Should I call Tiffany? All that goes out the back, and all that's left is, oh fuck, I'm gonna hit my head, right? But with me, I get that little moment of clarity where the world is like a very beautiful spinning blur, and then in that clear space, my mind becomes like like this insane, like schizophrenic radio that someone's turning the dial on. So it's like, whoa! I uh, I miss being a baby. It's like, welcome to Earth. Have a titty. Falling makes. Cabbage tastes like sour apples. I don't know. If you're a person who uses the phrase, uh, if you will, then you're a douchebag, as it were. This week in Cosmo, the 10 sounds he makes when you put a finger in his butt and what it means for your relationship. I can't think of the next one. It's coming. It's coming, guys. Nope, it didn't come. And then you hit, and then someone in the background goes, huh, dumbass. (laughs) And then, of course, everyone you've ever met saw the whole thing. (sighs) Hi. So people at my work, like normal people, they get upset a lot. They get upset with me. I just say shit, you know? We all experience this. We're all comics, right? You say things, people get upset. Like regular life, not this this stuff. But if you think about it, the words are a thought in your head, and then they're a sound in the air because of your mouth, and then they're translated back into a thought in their head. So really what they don't like is their translation of some sounds you made. In which case, you can get some celery, put some peanut butter on it, put some raisins on (laughs) it, peanut butter, it's called Anselm Log, and then fuck yourself with it, because that's not what I meant, Karen. (laughs) But, uh, please don't take that the wrong way. That's my time! You ain't even here. Um, like,
3: Yay! Dan Shively knows exactly what a minute feels like. You were spot on on your minute. Not that not that it matters. I could listen to you for hours. And I did. Well, I listened 20 minutes last Friday. You had a really funny set, and I enjoyed it very much. Uh, but to this set right now, um, I would. I liked the whole like hilarious thing about, this is for my dick, and you started talking about space stuff, and then the squids and stuff. I would even... I would want one of your examples to be that it's an alien land that is dicks like so it's dicks like dicks with guns. like they are it's literally like and i went to an alien planet where they were actually dicks and they had guns and they were like this is for my dicks like it was i i just thought that's kind of i was like he should you already started like you were going there and then um, you play with the microphone stand and it just, on the radio, it sounds awful. But other than that, other than that, you're hilarious and I love you forever. I don't want to hold
4: the mic when I'm falling, you know? So it's right.
3: Not, no, it's hard to position to it. That. Well, the thing is, it, it, I don't think it affected people in the audience and I don't think it would affect people live. It only affects a radio listening audience. They're like, what the fuck is he doing with the mic stand? <laughs> because it, it's only because of the excellent sound on this podcast. Are there, are there other comments? People want to go up to those two microphones that are there?
5: Very funny. Uh, There's uh, the bit you do about uh, falling and like that piece initially with falling. And I relate to that. And I feel like most people do in terms of like some like intense physical activity. Like when I windsurf, I feel like. I'm at peace, and I feel like it'd be fun to talk about how like, like you think you're going to talk about like a real sport and how that brings you peace, and you turn like, I get that from falling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I think okay. that could be a fun thing to play with, and then after that, you could go into your weird schizophrenic radio, which I love. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
4: Cool. So, yeah, beef up the premise a little. Yeah. All right, cool.
6: I loved your thing about um, uh, the ants on a log. Go fuck yourself with it. Uh, But uh, I think you could take that even farther. I like weird shit, so take this with a grain of salt. But I feel like you could like just like go on the most outlandish tangent and like give a recipe for your favorite meal or whatever, and just and then say and then get a glass tube and shove it up your ass, Karen. (laughs) Again, just me.
3: I liked that whole Karen bit. I thought the specificity of Karen was perfect, and that's all you had to say, and I'm like, I know who that is.
4: So, like, a more complicated recipe than ants on a log, is what you're saying.
6: I, that's, that
4: would appeal to me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure.
3: Cool, thanks, guys. Oh, uh, did you get, and don't forget your $2. Yay, Dan jively Yay! <laughs> I always, um, if you, I I write like, donate, everybody. But uh, donating is great. And if you can't donate tonight, and I understand that, you can always PayPal us at mutinyradiofm at gmail.com or on our website on the front. There's a donate button on like every page. So um, give us money because you want us to be around, right? Uh, And so, but while I'm still plugging things like that, now is the opportunity also to apply for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2019. It's the fourth year that we're doing it. It's March 1st through 5th every year I don't change the dates because that way I don't have to do as much design change I just let the so this year it's a Friday through a Tuesday uh, but hey everybody put your hands together right now for your next com- comedian Natasha Vinnick
2: hello
3: everyone
5: uh, have you guys done 23 Me? You know, 23andMe? It's a DNA thing where they, it's really the name of my last relationship. Boom, all right. Uh, my coworker, she, uh, she's one of those people, she found out I was doing 23andMe, and she was like, you know they keep your DNA. They're gonna keep your DNA. And I'm like, don't underestimate me, Laura. I have more. <laughs> I have so much more where that came from. Uh, I was uh, dumped about a month ago, and I was really sad at first, but I'm kind of doing a lot better now. Uh, I actually feel good about it, which is nice, Uh, because for a while I just had this guy who was around me all of the time, and now he's just in my head, so he takes up like so much less space. It's great, you know? He was a guy who was like, I don't like to travel, but now he doesn't have a choice. Wherever I go, he has to go. We're going to Seattle. <laughs> Me and him. He also is someone was like, I don't like to dance. Uh, now, he has to dance. Whenever I dance, He dance. he's like, we look stupid. I'm like, yeah, we fucking do look stupid. And you're trapped in there forever. He also never wanted to meet my family. My family's in there. They're hanging. Criticizing him, probably. Uh I never thought that I uh okay, let me I, I don't like blonde dudes. I just so wanna put that out. I don't like blonde dudes. I feel like uh if your hair didn't grow up, did you? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like blonde women are fun, but like blonde men are like what? Do you know? <laughs> Like blonde men they can be fun, but I want to be the fun one. I am fun! I asked my friends if I have a type, because I didn't think I had a type, and they were like, yeah, you do. Just about every dude you dated has been on the spectrum. And I was like, that's mostly true. There's one person I dated who is not on the spectrum, and he was a clown. (laughs) So I exclusively date dudes I should not bring to parties. (laughs) Lots of dudes who are terrified of parties and one who's terrifying at parties. You guys, uh, you guys know about makeup, you know those guys who are like, the women are tricking us with the makeup, you know, the women are deceiving us with their face paint, they're using sorcery to transmogrify their faces into a six to a nine, the women are becoming nines by magic and sorcery, you know those guys, these are the same guys who are growing like half a blanket of hair over their faces. I've seen YouTube videos where men shave their faces for the first time and their children are screaming. <laughs> I'm just saying, who are the sorcerers among us? Who are the sorcerers? Hey, um, uh, uh, bodies are fun, bodies. Evolution's interesting, right? Evolution's interesting, isn't like, okay. Evolution's interesting because your body's, like, just made to protect itself, right? My body evolved too much. It went a little too far, you know? Um, like, if there is was a, a, a David Attenborough documentary in my life, it would sound ridiculous, right? He'd be like, then Natasha sits in her office. Bored as usual, but today she's going to consume a beverage. And this is the day she'll open the Adwala bottle herself. She won't need the help of her co-workers today. It's a new day for the Natasha. She gets it open. She drinks the luscious drink, and oh, no, she doesn't realize her apex predator, the almond, is hidden in the beverage. <laughs> This is the Natasha's most extreme natural predator. Oh, her throat is closing up. What a smart evolutionary tactic. If her throat closes up, there's no way more almonds could get in. Watch as the Natasha dies. Because she realizes that if she dies, the almonds can't kill her first. All right, thank you so much, you guys.
2: I'm to call the police.
3: They, they gonna save you you ain't even with the shits Come out. all right natasha vinnicky yay <laughs> hooray and then yay uh all right <coughs> um i would the boyfriend in your head is funny but i feel like you need to set it up a little bit more and mm-hmm. i think it's it's as simple as doing a tiny act out in the beginning with a lot of emphasis on the words in my head like mm-hmm. a couple times in my head i think people will get it like cuz you meandered a little bit around about it and i was like cuz first i was like oh like he's an in invisible friend no like he's but i've got it and i was like yeah like he's in like you can't get, i can't get him out of my head yeah but i didn't like i don't think you i could clarify that harder yeah clarify it harder at the top and and you'll get a lot more out of it cool um and then you have to you have to identify which spectrum because there's a gender spectrum and an autistic spectrum. There's all kinds of spectrums now. So if you're going to use the word spectrum and be PC, then you might as well just be really PC, right? Uh, and then that was really great that that whole transmorphography stuff with the wizardry. And then I thought you could bring that back to the autistic spectrum. Like I feel like there's a callback to that mm. joke once you start talking about wizards and that stuff and specters and like all that stuff. I'm like, you can definitely go back to like wizards of the coast. Um, And that was, that was a magic reference. Thanks for getting it, Stefan. And um, I wanted more like who the narrator was like, is it, was, is it the ghost of that guy who got eaten by the manta ray? Or is it like, is it a specific thing, like a specific person on TV or is it just any random nature show where well, they're it's supposed to be talk- david attenborough oh it's david I I attenborough said at she, she said that yeah. oh she did it? okay i missed it sorry Thanks that's my numbers. bad then sir.
6: yes it is sir, sir, sir david, david attenborough, attenborough. <laughs> yes put some respect on his name you're
5: right my bad <laughs> writing it that right was, down right now
6: that was my favorite part of, of your whole uh set and uh the the best part for me was there was one word that uh had like you put like five extra f's onto it and that's, that's one of the best things about doing an impression is when you have the specificity of the, that person's vocal tics. Mm-hmm. For instance, when I do Werner Herzog, uh, I have a line where I say, the hubris to assume because he really hits those S's. Mm-hmm. So find every vocal tick you can of David Attenborough's and, and just like go whole hog because it is, sometimes it isn't the words you're saying, it's the way you're saying them.
5: Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs>
7: Oh,
4: that's so sweet that's so awesome. <laughs> thank you wow. uh, boyfriend in the head was dope as fuck makeup was fucking sweet uh, The Natasha that was awesome I, w- I, I, w- I feel like maybe I, I don't really think I can make him any better but one thing I would like I don't know kind of fuck with is like maybe your the boyfriend in your head has trouble making eye contact with your ego or something like that
5: Oh, that's cute yeah.
3: Any other comments for Natasha? Natasha Vinny, clap wildly, yeah! Bring, bring up the microphone. Okay. Bring
0: up the mic.
3: Sima has something to add. Bring up, bring up microphone one. Sima has something to add. You have to bring up the mic. Okay. Hi. I think that, because I like the living in your head,
8: and I think that if you could, like, um, bring it more to life about this person, like whatever he's doing in your head, um, so, like, it's like Your head is, is the house And he's living in it Or the bad neighborhood Or whatever it is But you, I think it would be good For people to be Would be able to see it And feel it more Because I think it's good
3: That's awesome I like that Thank you Yay The George Dominic Yay <laughs> all right we're here on the joke workshop your next comedian is gonna come up and this is great you guys keep taking notes um, pay attention and people who are up there you can also lead the discussion in specific ways so if you have specific questions you want to ask about specific jokes or you want to redo a joke and then ask people questions all of that is like totally cool here like however you want to use your time uh, is you know we just use the time to the best that helps you most etc and don't forget to donate your next comedian coming up right now clap wildly for hugo stern yay
9: how are y'all doing um so i just moved to oakland right uh right by uh west oakland bart to be specific and um a lot of people say west oakland is dangerous right and i say no it's not east oakland is dangerous West Oakland is unsafe. You know, you see that like subtle difference, right? Like in East Oakland, like they'll they'll run up on you with a gun and say, give me all your shit, right? In West Oakland, it's more like, give me all your shit, please, you know? Because that gentrification taught us manners, man. Uh, That's why you'll never hear gunshots at night in my neighborhood, you know? Because my neighbors are considerate enough to put on their silencers past my bedtime. Some of us got work in the morning. Uh, another thing about Oakland is that uh, people drive really crazy out there. You know, U-turns, whatever, all over the place, and the Oakland PD doesn't really seem to care. You know, driving is really not regulated at all in Oakland. Like, I'm gonna give you an example, right? Uh, the other day, uh, you know, I was driving past a cop car, and I ran a red light, uh, over the speed limit, against traffic, <laughs> while smoking a blunt and stabbing the hooker in my, in my uh, passenger seat. Still didn't get pulled over. Still didn't get pulled over. And uh, they even let me uh, pass the driver's test I was taking at the time. Uh, first try, too. I was, I was proud of myself. Uh, shout out to Oakland DMV. Um, I started using this uh, new dating app, this dating app a lot. Uh, you guys might have heard of it. It's called uh, Craigslist. And uh, what's cool about Craigslist, um, you know like uh, when you're on Tinder, right? And you're out of swipes, right? You can pay money on the app to get more swipes for potentially more sex. You guys are aware of this? Well, the cool thing about Craigslist is that uh, when you pay money on Craigslist, your money goes directly to the person you're gonna have sex with. So yeah, they figured out how to uh, cut out the middleman, which is pretty cool. Um, there's there's like all these new apps coming out. Some of them, they're like these apps that are designed to help through help people through times of suicidal thoughts. You know, if you're thinking of suicide, you can download these apps and it'll it'll you know it'll help you get through these bad times. And I think that's a beautiful thing, especially for the advertisers. You know, because they already know they're like, they're the demographic audience, right? Like what kind of people use these apps so they can use that to, you know, like market specific goods like, you know, like uh, self-help books, um, razor blades, uh, bleach, stools, uh, pre-tied nooses, you know, those will go fast, you know? The money's there for the taking, guys. We got to take advantage of this shit. Um... You know the the whole uh, Brent uh Brett, how do you say his name? Brett Kavanaugh shit. Uh, it's uh really got me thinking about uh women's rights, you know. And um I stand uh you know stand with women on a lot of issues. Like um uh I'm 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 pro choice as fuck, you know. Not for any like political or moral reasons, but uh uh personally like I tend to like never use condoms or want kids. You know, so so for me I don't got a lot, whole lot of choice in like which which side to choose. You know what I'm saying? Like um you know, like I, I couldn't be pro-life even if I wanted to. You know what I mean? Like, like uh, I'd be a terrible Republican, man. Like, uh, you know, because every year my, my my dick votes Democrat. Um, yeah. So even if someone asked me, like, Zo, so are you saying that a you know a fetus is not a human being? You know, I wouldn't know what to tell them. You know, because I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but I failed high school biology, man. Like, I don't remember the answer to that. So yeah that's why that's why i say yes i don't know i th- sounded funnier in my head uh all right that's, that's all i'm gonna do thanks thanks you guys hugo
3: stern everyone hugo stern it's not just his blue hair that makes him not be a good republican <laughs> i don't think he would fit in with that either uh Moving to Oakland is a good joke with the manners. I think that that's funny with the silencer. If now only they could silence their babies. Um, the I really liked the other joke, um, but I thought that the stabbing the hooker is gilding the lily a little bit. I don't think that it necessarily really? helps the joke. And without the hook stabbing the hooker part, it's actually kind of really funny and believable that you could be driving like while smoking a blunt like that's all believable stuff so it's I think even funnier and I feel so I, I would I would take out the stabbing the hooker and then I would add um, that maybe you sold weed to the DMV guy and that's why you passed the test because like you could him a blunt man and it's something like that I just didn't think that Stabbing the hooker added anything except that it made it unbelievable and I was like oh Um, and the suicide app too something else I thought was very funny and very believable marketing and I think that you could go a little bit more obscure with your list like maybe specific types of alcohol or weed dispensaries and kind of like go with you know maybe maybe Walgreens the pharmacy like special something I thought you could make it a little bit more vague and then the punch of, like, I, I don't know. It just needs to be uh, reworked a, a little bit, but yeah, yeah. the the, I, the premise is really, really funny that okay. suicide apps are now selling marketing. I like uh-huh. it. That's what I had.
10: I think you have really good examples, like, comparing East and West Oakland. Like, I enjoyed yeah. the well, differences. And you mentioned, um, like, using Craigslist as a dating app, which I think... It's a funny premise, but actually, so Craigslist like a few months ago they took off the like personals section in their website. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. So maybe you could add something like, like yeah, I use Craigslist for dating apps. They took out the personal section recently, but I just like creep on people selling stuff or like you just send responses oh. to people like selling things or giving things away. Um, and also for the voting joke, like you said, you vote with your dick. Like I don't know, maybe it, it might be funnier if you like open up with that, like say like, oh, like okay. most men, I vote with my dick, and then like say why or like expand upon that. Yeah. Oh cool. But other than that, I like the comparisons and all of that. Oh, thank you. now, if
6: you're talking about before. Oh,
8: Okay. If you're talking about gentrification, I mean, I'm not a comedian person, so I don't know. But if you're talking about gentrification, and, you know, and like white people being able to like smoke blunts or whatever, you could make a you could make a comparison that yeah, the cop was too busy busting a black person for sneezing
9: because uh-huh.
8: because yeah. because th- that's like a real contradiction the way that works. Oh yeah,
9: that's right. I heard yours,
11: your set before. The hooker part is new, right? Yeah. Yeah. It totally changed. Oh, it's like mate. over the top. Yeah. I was like, oh, that went somewhere dark. And you stabbed someone before. I don't know who it was. Like, <laughs> because I remember you saying I'm stabbing oh, someone. Oh, just like the dude. A dude. So somehow when you made it a woman, I just oh, okay, I, okay, I lost okay. part of it. So oh, when Pam said it, I go, Oh. I had a similar reaction. Okay, okay. I was yeah. Do it. But everything uh, the comparisons cool. that's all funny, all that's stuff. Uh, this one, So since you pointed that out. Cool, cool. Uh, <laughs>
3: Clap your hands wildly, everybody, for Hugo Stern. Yay! All right. Hey, your next comedian. What a funny guy this is. And he has started his own production company. I believe his first show is coming up pretty soon. You guys are going to love him right now. Clap your hands. Take notes. It's Sergio Navola.
11: Hi, everyone. My name is Sergio. Um... Gay sex is better than straight sex. At least that's what the men in the audience were telling me. But I told you guys, we have to go on a proper date before I have sex with you. Um, Whoever said beauty was skin deep must have been circumcised. Um, Women do not like foreskin in America. They don't tend to care for it. But they have baby foreskin facials. They do, which will keep you looking young. Either way, you end up with dick on your face. One positive side is you don't have to swallow. Yeah. Um, I know a female uh, friend of mine. She's an esthetician, and she is all for skin. Yeah, she loves it. Um, I'm having a bit of a bad hair day today. Um, In case you're wondering, the carpets do not match the drapes. I know everyone's getting rid of their pubic hair right now. I miss those days when you actually had to take a break from performing oral on someone just to remove hair off your teeth. Those days are gone, now you just have to keep going. Um, I went on a double date yesterday. Uh, It was me and two other guys. Um, If you've never had your dick sucked and your balls licked at the same time, you need to go on a double date. (laughs) Highly recommended. Actually, you know what, but this morning I woke up and I was no longer gay, it was just a phase. Yeah, so if any of us make out, totally not gays, just brotherly love. Yeah. Um, I get nervous when I get on stage, I still get the nervousness, and a friend of mine, she does a lot of presentations, and she said, when you're on stage, just pretend everyone in the audience is imagining you naked, and you'll feel comfortable. I thought, okay, so since I'm feeling a little bit uncomfortable, you guys, can you take a few seconds and just picture me standing here naked? (laughs) Yeah, see, I feel better already, yeah. Now, this same friend of mine called me and told me she was pregnant, which came as a surprise, because I do not know she had a man. And the fact that she picked up the phone to call me was already a warning, because typically, we text each other naughty messages. And by that, I mean I sent her a ton of dick pics. So she calls me, and she says, I have something to tell you. And you know nothing good ever starts with the sentence, I have something to tell you. I was like, what's up? She says, I'm pregnant my initial thought was, shoot, I only have wooden hangers. And she goes, oh no, I'm keeping the baby this time. And I have to be honest, for one second, Madonna's Papa Don't Preach popped in my head. And just as I'm about to tell her all the reasons why no one should have a child, she says, oh, I'm calling to invite you to my baby shower. At that moment, I'm thinking, one, why are you being mean to me? And two, what the hell do you wear to a baby shower? As you can imagine, I don't attend many baby showers. I call that 800 number, where you can have your name taken off the list. <laughs> well, before you know it, the day of the baby shower is here, and I don't have a gift. Typically, I'd go to Good Vibrations and get her a battery-operated device. I love giving my friends toys that vibrate. I walk into the store, and they all greet me with, Sergio, I'm a giver. Um, so I get to the party and I see her, and I'm thinking, well, she's either put on a ton of weight or she is indeed pregnant. I was still giving her the benefit of the doubt until I saw her ankles. I finally understood the expression barefoot and pregnant. Trying to put shoes on a pregnant woman's feet must be like waterboarding, pure torture. So I saw some familiar faces, and I asked them, I said, oh, so do we know who the father is? I was ready for whatever they were gonna say. Might be from out of town, a relative, you know, the usual stuff. They're like, it's complicated. That doesn't help me. I want details, I want name, height, bank statements, shoe sizes. So I finally get some one-on-one with the mom-to-be and I ask her, I go, so when did all this go down? Who's the lucky guy? She's like, well, it could be one of two guys. And I'm like, yes, let's get a cocktail. Um, turns out th- there are two things that don't have at baby showers, alcohol or strippers. Something about the mom can't drink while pregnant. Uh, I'm, no one explained the no stripper policy. Um, but it turns out she had a menage a trois which is a little different from a three-way. A menage a trois is when you have someone of one gender having sex with two people of the opposite gender. Like in this case, two men and one woman. A three-way is just three individuals together. I've been asked to be a part of many three-ways. I'm not saying that to brag, it's just a fact. Um, but if any of you guys are thinking of asking me for a three-way, It's a few rules that I keep in mind. Uh, I will only make one guest appearance. I will not become a reoccurring cast member. I'm like the Heather Locklear of three ways. I go in, bring up the ratings, and then I leave. Um, That is it, my name is Sergio, thank you.
3: Yay, Sergio, yay. Well, I can give ta, you the p- the biggest compliment first is that I was so into your story I forgot to look at my clock and when I looked down it was already at 4 minutes. Oh. So then I honked you at that point, okay. but it that's good. That means that I wasn't like Babysitting the clock because I was like listening to you and enjoying what you were saying Uh, I was hoping your entire set would be about foreskin because that first two minutes was hot (laughs) I was I was totally down and that (laughs) the esthetician joke that she's totally foreskin I mean that was all super cute and I was like I was into the whole dick and ball thing all the way through Uh, I was like oh look we finally I'm getting I get him We're connecting on this dick in my mouth (laughs) joke thing Um, i don't understand why you want people to look at you be naked i don't maybe i just can't even relate at all because i'd be like oh my god being naked in front of people is scary and weird why is that cool for you like i just needed that like puzzle piece of why like (laughs) you have a huge dick or you look awesome naked or like people take so but but i need that piece of information included in there before, because okay. I'm like, why would you, you've got to weave it in somehow that like you look awesome naked? Because like I was like, gotcha. why would anybody want to be naked in front of people? Because that's just like gotcha. my fears. So I didn't, I didn't get it. Um, and then I thought, oh my god, you could do a foreskin callback at the baby shower thing somehow. Like maybe that's what you brought as a gift. Like <laughs> you're bringing a extra foreskin or something. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I really enjoyed that. And again, um, I didn't look at my clocks so that's. That bodes super well for you. Thank you. Yeah. Anyone else? Other else? comments? You can, and you can ask them specific questions as well. So
11: one of the things that I wanted to do is I wanted to see, I had ideas of what I wanted to talk about. I tend to tell stories, so I wanted to see what would happen if I just threw out things. And then I was trying to connect them. And then the whole pregnant thing, I did work on that a while back. So I just want that feeling of, I don't have a script let me see what I'm going to open up with. Sure. Um, so that's what I was trying to work on. And then the whole thing about the naked, you know how it was tell you when you do a presentation, imagine the audience naked. Mm-hmm. So I just thought, what if I reversed it? I thought that would be the punchline, but maybe I need more.
3: Yeah, just, yeah. just um, say that you look fucking badass naked okay. or whatever beforehand, <laughs> Then that, or like lay that little seed for us. Okay, no D- pun intended. Dan Shively wants to talk about that, probably.
4: Hey, you're a super funny guy. Uh, <laughs> have you ever done the show at the Sweet Spot? because no. it's literally like it's the show at the strip club on market street Oh, it's literally like you are performing for naked people so
11: oh shit maybe i should, you should be the there. sweet spot
4: yeah. don't Boo. say that Boo.
11: darn it thanks for misleading me i'm disappointed <laughs> but i love a sweet spot um, all i
10: have to say is like it was a really good set like i enjoyed it okay. a lot. like you had a good opener and it was I mean, I, I've seen you, like, a few times, and it seems like it flowed a lot more this time. Okay, so, cool. I don't know. I think the whole, like, going off script worked really well for you. Okay. But, yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's all I have to say.
11: <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. Yeah, I want to try that. I want to challenge it. So, cool. All right, you guys. Thank you.
3: Yay,
0: Sergio Neboa. Yay. Hey. 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 Hey
3: all right hey thanks hugo stern hang around uh so yeah if, if, if you guys are willing to hang out that's super cool because um it's only 6:37, and for whatever reason the joke workshop is smallly attended tonight i don't know what's going on um are, there, are people still upset about Mutiny Radio? Is it blown over yet? Is everybody okay? Is it just because it's a Monday? It's weird? I don't oh, know okay. what's going on. Oh, that was weird stuff. Okay. Uh, cool. Well, well, we're all here, and um, yeah, your next comedian, she's a funny lady, and she has a new lovely haircut that just we I noticed the other night. And, uh, well, we were at the Saturday one at the Hotel Utah, and that was a fun open mic too. Uh, but she's a funny lady. Put your hands together, everyone, for Deborah Kazdan! Yay! <laughs>
7: Thank
5: you for
10: the money! Hey guys. So I am a bitter woman. And I'm so bitter, I recently got heckled by a baby. Do you guys know how that feels? Like when you get heckled by a baby, that shit is personal because babies like they don't even see your facial like qualities yet. They just see a blurry face. But you know what they see? They see a soul. And this baby at the coffee shop just saw a very bitter soul and started crying when I was going into my set. It's just like this baby was just like, I don't like that. I don't like whatever is going on there. Um, I realized recently I'm a murderer. I'm just trying to establish my likability, guys. (laughs) I'm a murderer. I straight up murdered a mouse this week. I know. And I say murder because it's not like I found a dead mouse on a trap. I found it alive on the trap. It was squirming. And I saw its cute little beady eyes looking back at me. I'm sorry, Pam. I'm like breaking your heart right now. Uh, I saw its beady little eyes looking back at me. Of course, I was freaking out. I got my roommate and I was like, how are we going to take care of this? And I realized in that conversation, like how fucked up I am. Because I was like, okay, are we going to take a hammer and smash its head? Are we going to get little hot pokers and slowly like poke it out of its misery? do we like put it in a bowl of boiling water to make a little mouse stew like how are we gonna take it out in the most humane way he was like he looked back at me he's like why don't you put it in a bag and drop a brick on it and i was like oh right right that would be the most humane way to do it can you do it And he just looked back at me, he's like, nah, it's 2018, women take care of that shit now, like you're taking care of it. I feel like I have to apologize to Pam after this. (laughs) I took care of it. No, but that also got me thinking like, what's gonna happen in 2019? Like the phrase, it's 2018, has become such a good catchphrase for treating women with respect. I feel like it's just not going to carry over in 2019 because saying it's 2019 just it doesn't have the same ring to it like it's already inconvenient enough to treat women as equals right like if we don't have some good phrase how are we going to make this thing cool again um also like why 2018 like did I miss some ancient Mayan formula like were the Mayans like yes Like 2018 years after the white man's savior is born, feminism will become cool. I know there's more to be added there. Um, I've only dated shitty dudes. I've only dated shitty dudes and I'm starting to realize this is something like I can't complain about, like at this point, it's on me it's like I just continually it's like I'm going shopping for eggs right and every time I buy a crate of eggs and bring them home I realize there's cracked eggs inside like at some point you have to learn okay like open the crate up bitch like at the store before you buy it and take it home okay my name's Devorah that's all (laughs)
3: Devor, Kazdan, yay. Uh, I really enjoyed your set. I thought it was really funny. I want to know specifically like what the I, the baby said to heckle you. You later went like it eh, just opened its mouth. But like doing a little act out of that would be really cute. Like, so I opened with my joke, like, and then you say your joke, and then like interrupt yourself in the middle with like a screaming baby. Like, bah! Like, start with a bitter joke and get halfway through it, and then just like scream and cry, and then I'll laugh probably pretty hard. But I enjoy I enjoy the, the concept of the baby heckler very much.
10: Yeah, okay. You
6: could start with, oh, is that, yeah. You could start with uh, the, the baby just crying, and then like maybe like it could uh, evolve into,
2: wah, wah, get
4: this bitch out of here, wah, wah. Yeah.
6: <laughs> um, and when you said, you opened saying, um, that the baby, you know, can't even see you. It just sees like a blur. I thought you were going to go in like some kind of uh, hippie-ish direction, considering we're in the bay. Like the baby was like reading your aura and just really did not like what it saw or something like that. (laughs) Okay, cool.
11: Um, I like the analogy of opening the eggs and checking the eggs. Take that in so many other ways. Like what other things do we not check and then we get home? So I thought you could totally expand on that. Um, on the whole thing about being bitter and killing a mouse, the only thought I had was, is that gonna make the audience be on your side or not on your side? So that's the risk you would yeah. run. That was the only thought I had. I'm like, does this make her likable? Because if you were bitter and you delivered it in a snarky way, it would be funny, but you don't come across bitter.
7: Yeah. So I found
11: myself okay. like, oh, wait a minute. And then you're like the brick, and I was like, ooh, that's a visual for me. Yeah. So I just wondered like, oh, what's that gonna do to the audience? Are they gonna be on her side or against her side? Yeah. That was the only thing, um, and but I really liked the analogy of the eggs. Like my brain just totally took off. I was like, ooh, you could really run with that joke. Yeah. So that's all I got.
3: I really liked the 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 dead mouse joke because. I think it did make you likable and relatable because everyone knows how much it fucking sucks. Like I've seen them the, the ones that are the worst are when their little paws, the sticky ones, Ooh. where their little paws get yeah. stuck and then you try to help them and you can't help them and they just keep getting more stuck and like they can even like rip their own leg off trying to like so then like but I totally related to your story and the reason I was going, oh, is because it's happened here. We had mice here that were living in the behind the refrigerator, and then Jonathan tried to let the baby mouse out and he accidentally stepped on the baby so he didn't want to murder the mouse, but he accidentally murdered the mouse. So I think it's a really—it does engender you to your audience because I think everyone's had that, like, "Oh my God, the mouse is still alive! What do I do now?" And it was funny, like, "Do you drown it? Do you hit it with a hammer?" I think all that was good. I really enjoyed that whole.
5: Okay,
10: cool. Yeah, I did an old-fashioned trap because usually that does the trick, but in this case, it did not.
3: Did not do the tragic. Um, the new thing I, I got one of these murder boxes it's pretty amazing and then you never have to look at it and it's little dead beady eyes it's eight uh, D batteries that you put in this thing I mean it would kill a cat it's like it zaps the fuck out of anything it's like it's really it's great the murder box and then you just dump it into the trash you don't even need to look at them yeah. it's it's the it's the nice it's the most humane way for yourself <laughs> time. I mean, I know, but I'm sorry, I'm sorry you had to, I'm sorry, I'm sorry you had to, the most humane way for yourself. It's the human, it's the humane way, yeah, instead of the, fuck the mouse, like, feel better about yourself. No, but it is hard to murder things, I'm sorry that you had to do that.
10: I know it's weird because it's like I didn't feel anything immediately after but I'm like starting to feel stuff like a few days later I'm like
3: oh god you have have PTSD but put an M in there like about mouse instead of PT post-traumatic yeah change the letters though and that'll be funny to talk about like if you're really broken up about it especially like because you don't really read like a hippy-dippy person but like and then, if you're all hippy dippy about this mouse, like, I just
0: didn't want to kill anything in nature or
3: whatever. Be yeah. Funny.
7: Okay.
0: Okay. Aww. Yay, Deborah.
3: Yay, Deborah castan
1: yeah, tell you where I link up. <laughs>
3: Alright, we've got uh, Stefan Massey and then I'm going to do I have one little new thing I want to do at the end so if you're willing to stay for me, it is crowd work so I do need at least like two people in here to do this crowd work bit I'm trying to work on uh, but your next comedian he's such a funny guy uh, he does one of my favorite impressions of all time and it's a joy every time I see him here at Mutiny Radio put your hands together for Stefan Massey got them off the those dollar bills are uh,
6: pre-rolled in my hands. They're ready for uh, for starting Coke. Perfect for that activity. Uh, it's uh, election season. I don't have any incisive political commentary, but right now there's uh, all these signs people are sticking in their yards and on lawns all over Berkeley. Uh, there's one been one in particular that caught my eye, not because of any particular uh, stance or uh, catchy graphic design. It's actually quite simple. It just says Johnson for assessor, but the word for is very small on the sign, so it just looks like it says Johnson Assessor. Uh, There's some dude in Berkeley who will assess your Johnson. It's a highly coveted position known for long, hard hours, but it can be rewarding for those who see it to completion. Uh, (laughs) The other day I had some friends over and uh, we were waiting for someone to show up. One of my friends suggested, oh, why don't you just call him? And I looked at them like dead serious, right in their eyes. And I was joking, but I also wasn't. I was like, "Are you fucking insane? Are you are you serious right now? If they want to get in touch, they will." Uh, it just feels weird to call someone when we have the option to just use, you know, text uh, in this day and age. Even if you don't have any way of knowing that the other person is actually going to get back to you, it's still somehow preferable to just using your voice. I think I know what the problem is. We invented shit in the wrong order. Like we couldn't help it. We just had, we worked what we had with at the time, but we should have gone video calls, voice calls, text. That's the natural progression. Each one is better than the last. Uh, I don't know anyone that video calls people on a regular basis. Frankly, I'm afraid of anyone that would do that with an irregularity. I can think of uh, five people off the top of my head that I would want to have any kind of voice conversation with on a regular basis. And uh, texting is the platonic ideal of conversation. Your fingers are gonna give out partway through a text conversation. Most chat programs will let you edit your messages so you can, you know, pave over the dumb shit you said on accident. And if you're worried, your message might not get a certain tone you're trying to convey across, there's an emoji for that. Uh, I deliver weed for a living. Uh, I drive for ease, it's pretty cool. Uh, I do wish people tipped more, but uh, a misconception amongst uh, people who don't tip is that you need to apologize for not tipping. Because if you apologize for not leaving a tip, you're basically saying, I did think on the fact that I didn't take the time to properly prepare for this transaction, but the en- in the end, did not act on those thoughts. So have an apology instead of money. Uh, it basically is a two-pronged insult. No cash, and now I also have to absolve you of your guilt. I try to offer people a chance to tip, you know, I'll say, oh, I have a change if you need it. And uh, so many people are often proud of the fact that they have exact change. And... Uh, You know, there's no reason not to tip guys. You know, if you order $337 worth of vapes to the front door of your palatial estate in the Oakland Hills That you can at least scrape up five dollars in change from the couch cushions for your beleaguered driver I'm just gonna start writing up business cards that just have my name and my Venmo cash tag And just off when they go to sign for their weed they can see that That's that's my new idea. Thanks. I'm Stephen Massey
3: Barbara Russ. <laughs> Stephen Massey, yay, he's a weed driver, yay. I hate rich people too. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, they could at least tip you in Bitcoin, right? I mean, seriously, <laughs> like you get. I mean, th- I think there's a joke there somehow, like that. You can't teach, if you don't even have regular cash. Like I like the Venmo idea, but like Bitcoin. Yeah. Like name a bunch of there's, like there's different. There's some cr-
6: kind of cryptocurrency. You could
3: PayPal. You can Venmo. You can send it to me on Facebook. You can give me some Bitcoin. Here's my, here's can,
6: my web address. Here's my uh, where you can find me on the dark web.
3: Right. Let's go through all the the different things. Like yeah. there's no reason for them not to. Yeah. To tip you, especially if I mean. I mean, I,
6: I, I should so. throw in there at some point that we can't take card tips. That's a big part of why people don't. Oh. Yeah, just to ease like, And it's just like some bit of functionality they can add because like, you can name a half dozen of these deliver you whatever apps that have that built in. So it's like, why the hell can't you do it too?
3: When you, this is just a question. Yeah. When you do ease, do you have to use your own vehicle or do they give yeah. you a vehicle to use? Yeah, I use my own car. Oh.
6: Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> they were talking at the beginning of this year about uh, possibly getting us uh, our own proprietary work phones because we just work off an app. Uh, but that hasn't happened yet. So. Uh... Wow! Yeah. So
3: you're like the new you're the you're a slave to the weed industry now.
6: A little bit, but I mean, there's worse things to be a slave to.
3: That's hey, fair enough. Are you, <laughs> do you smoke? Do you smoke a lot more weed now that you work for a weed company?
6: Uh, I mean, just because I have more access to it, I think I do. Yeah, but I mean, hanging with comedians doesn't help that either.
3: <laughs> uh, uh, I, I I enjoy your set every time. Other other comments from the people from the all right. <laughs>
10: So, I'm guessing you, like, did you ever deal drugs before you were
6: no. delivering for ease? No, no, actually I, I have tried uh, to do some kind of bit about how my young self would be horrified at the thought of me doing what I'm doing now, because I was, I didn't even, I never smoked weed until I was 25 years old, I didn't drink until like a week before my 21st birthday, I was I was just a very huge control freak of a child. <laughs>
10: That could be funny. You yeah. Could, you could add that. Or And I was also thinking like, or maybe you could add in when you're talking about people tipping you that like, you're like, I'm, you could say something like, I'm not a drug dealer now. I'm not making all this money. Like I need tips. Right. Like if you, if you maybe want to add in like saying like you could just lie and say, I have a hard time lying about myself to make things funny, which I'm trying to do, but <laughs> <laughs> just say like, yeah, yeah, I'm no longer a drug dealer. Like, I need to.
6: Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That is very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. cool. Thank just you. Real hey everybody, Stephen Massey. Yay! All right. I'm gonna run around there and do my new little uh, crowd bit and we'll see what happens. Here we go. Yay me. Yay.
1: Get the rock lunch. Yay. <laughs> yay. Hey
3: everybody. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm incredibly lazy. I mean, I'm a feminist, which is why I don't shave my legs. No, I am actually incredibly lazy and I don't, I don't like shaving my legs because I, and my armpits, I'm just really, really, I don't want to do it myself. And, uh, I have this joke that I talk about Gillette, the best man can get, but I want to do this sort of like crowd work thing uh, on the end of it, which is um, like, so if we could play, we could play a little game here, you know, like hot, not hot. So uh, my boyfriend shaving my legs, that's hot, that's hot. Uh, My boyfriend shaving my butthole, that's cold, That's, that's not hot. But I mean, but that's the thing is though, like we're supposed to, we're supposed to shave now, like all, all of these, all of these bits. And I just, I just, a, a boyfriend's shaving your armpits, hot, not hot. In the shower, hot. In, well, the temperature of the shower is meaningless, but is no it, armpit. oh. The it, so the location makes a difference. Yeah. So if we're doing it like, if we're like doing it in front of Downton Abbey, it's not, not hot? Is that, like, if we're watching... No shaving is hot. Shaving is gross. Should You pre-shave. Everything should be pre-shaved. So you do, but you're a shaver. See what if I'm, I mean, and I'm not, and again. I'm, people, are you, were you a hippie? No, I wasn't a hippie. I'm just incredibly lazy. But then I, w- I thought, oh, would it be hot for my boyfriend to shave me? But then I, what I realized is he's incredibly lazy too. <laughs> like so, he doesn't. Neither of us care at all about. I, that's why we're a perfect match because neither of us care about the rampant pubic hair. Does anybody know what pubic hair is for? Like, what is the point? It's supposed to hold scent. This is so antithetical to the way that we're taught that our vagina is disgusting and smells weird. Uh, this brings all douching to a whole new level. I'm like, this is completely. This is, it antagonizes the entire idea of our biology. I thought that the I thought that the pubic hair um, on the vagina was so that it would make the pee go into the toilet. Is that not? If you've ever gotten like a, if you've ever shaved, shaved it all off, like all of a sudden you try to pee and the pee just goes willy nilly like everywhere. Like it's like, I have no, so I thought that maybe the purpose of pubic hair is to make it go in the toilet, but then that doesn't make sense for guys. Then I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. But then this, riddle me this Batman, my, my boyfriend is just turning 33 and now he's got hair on his penis. Is this normal? <laughs> On, like the shaft part, like a little one will grow out. Is that not supposed to? Are you supposed to shave that? I shouldn't be. Maybe I shouldn't be airing his dirty laundry. I mean, I don't have a, I don't have a problem with the hair. Do we pluck the penis now? Is that what we're doing? I mean, I. I still I pluck my nipple hairs. Is that? <laughs> if he plucks my nipple hairs, is that hot? Is that not hot? Mm. Nickel, nipple. It's a fetish of some. Somebody likes nipple hair plucking yeah. somewhere somewhere so, I mean nobody wants this I mean but why is it why do we just decide that biology is gross and wrong like and then how are we supposed to combat that how am I supposed to be hot if I just can't even like get with like they're like you gotta be like an animal and you gotta just go with the biology but then they're like you better not have any hair anywhere on you cause that's not exciting at all Okay, so that's why, oh, let me do this other thing I'm I'm working on real quickly, is um, that my boyfriend is, he is really helping me out. He has joined the army against my facial hair. And it's really sweet because I can't, I'm getting so old that I can't even see my own hairs to pluck them anymore. I am I have ocular degeneration close up, so I can see far away still, but like close up, I'm just, I, it's just all blurry. So I can't even like pluck my eyebrows, but then it doesn't matter because I can't see him anyways. I'm like, God, I look great. It's like I'm constantly beer goggling myself. But uh, so he's been plucking my hair on my face and he's really joined the army. He's really jumped in with both feet and uh, uh, and it, it's nice because then I don't have to worry about it, but he, you know, gets really close to my face and pulls him out. And, but we were we were waiting for the bus and the sun shone on my face and he looked at me in the eyes and he's like, you are so beautiful. I love you so much. There's just this one hair right there and he pulled out his pocket <laughs> tweezers and he got my face. I was like, dude, you are a little too flamboyant. Flamboyant's the wrong word. He's zealotrous. In the army against my facial hair, so yay hair jokes, yay yay. So hot, not hot. Dumb, funny, cute. I need to kind of get it together. Simma, can you put up uh, S two? I, I think there's a there's a uh, at least one
6: dig.
3: I don't mean to be digging at Jonathan. No, 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 oh. no a playful dig.
6: Oh, okay. Uh, about like how you didn't know your boyfriend had OCD until you enlisted him to have you uh, to help you shave your face. Yeah, that's
3: uh, that could be mine I think he got he got my all my neck today. He went did the whole thing. It was he <laughs> what just. Is the,
11: what is the premise that leads to this?
3: oh it's the um, it's the Gillette the best a man can get joke it's um that uh, you know the razor industry started in 1904 and it just for no reason whatsoever other than to take our money because uh, in 1904 if I didn't you know, I couldn't flash a hairy ankle without being a disgusting slut and now in 2018 if I don't shave from my big toe to my twat like a four year old girl I'm still a disgusting slut just no one wants to sleep with me they're like you're gross so I do that and then I do this Gillette thing where I, I, I do it a couple times and I go Gillette the best a man can get obviously not I'll never be good enough I just don't like to shave and then I do I do a couple callbacks with that what I
11: thought what I got out of it was how sweet your boy
3: he is very sweet. Um,
11: and also the, almost like the differences between men and women and what he does for you. I thought, "Oh, that. So I my brain went in that direction." Sure. Uh, so I don't know if that would help it. I think if the the asking yeah I totally see it. Like I get where you're going. Like I cool. see you doing I'm like, "Oh, I got it." Yeah. He but is just a good a boyfriend. Of that. Um, and then when you wrapped it up in the end, with all of that stuff, and I was like, oh, that kind of brought the whole thing together. So I just Ooh. wondered what led to that.
3: Yeah, it's it all. it's this Gillette joke that I've been working on for years, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, and I'm like, should I talk more about body hair, or is that, like, not a topic that people, like, I don't know. Like, I'm kind of gross for a girl, so I'm like, eh, you and know, have shower field, once a hair week.
11: comes out of places that I have no idea. I didn't know that the dick I didn't
3: your yeah. hair on your
11: dick so that could be also the, the the thing that leads to that like as we're getting older I, am i the only one who's getting chin hair or whatever
3: it yeah is? no i'm a witch like i've got so many <laughs> chin hairs it's gross uh, well, thank you guys all for being here. Thank you for donating money; it really makes a difference uh, here to Mutiny Radio. Please uh, apply to the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2019. It's fifteen dollars if you've never applied before. It's ten if you applied in the past. So I'm giving people a break because, like, why the fuck not? And I'm still I'm looking for sponsors. So if anybody knows any, like, if you work for a big business, I should actually talk to Ease. They'd be a good one. Uh, yeah, because they've got those all those dispensaries. But thank you guys for waiting and staying, and you're really awesome. And Scotto, thanks for being here of Flat Black Plastic. If you guys want to listen to a great music show here on the station, listen to Flat Black Plastic every Saturday from noon to 2. He plays uh, Flat Black Plastic. That's uh, records and shit like that, and mixes them. It's super awesome. And I come every Friday night to Pam Pantastis Comedy Clubhouse. It's only $10. You see great comedians and support our other open mics. And hey, maybe you want to get a show here. That'd be cool. That's great stuff. We got a lot of open shows. Again, Simma's going to be picking up a show here real soon, talking about race, everyday race. Uh, really fun times. Thanks again, everybody. Okay, bye. <laughs>
2: When you poppin' on you companies, bitch, they doin' this You ain't even sayin' none, I know You are up and you rollin' on the block You might get yourself shot Rockin' right, with my niggas, I know That we some savages Posted on the end of no, the snow that is cracking. you ain't ready it Posted with my uh, Uzi Make it spit in the field, leave all the niggas close Claim you are opposition,
1: yeah You on the block, rollin' up with the block. I know you got a mob stick drinking on the lean, I pop up here with ecstasy Drinkin' on the activist, you know I drink
12: With with diamond key. What to life flourish? We find that common thread.
0: But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. <laughs> what could it be?
3: It's exactly what you think it is flat, black, plastic.
2: Hey, comedy fans, don't miss Comedy Day Sunday, September 16th at Robin Williams Meadow in Golden Gate Park. Noon till 5. It's free. You'll see 44 or more comedians. 44 comedians, five hours. That's over eight and a half comedians an hour. That's silly. Ever see a half a comedian? Yes, a half wit. Not funny, but Comedy Day will be a guaranteed laugh a minute. Let's see a laugh a minute times five hours. That's 300 jokes. That's a lot of jokes, folks. <laughs> Why are these people laughing? I don't know. Maybe because they know Comedy Day will be better than the shoelaces of Madagascar exhibit. Better than the Paperweight weighers of the World Convention. Better even than the Alien Sheep Herding Contest. And speaking of herding, heard any good ones lately? Okay, not funny again, but Comedy Day will be. Don't miss punchlines like these. A frog in a blender. In your hat. To keep his pants up. Comedy Day is worth the price of admission because it's free. Nothing to buy. No operators waiting for your call. Void. We're prohibited by law. Comedy Day. Sunday, September 16th at Robin Williams. Medal in Golden Gate Park. It's free! Visit ComedyDay.org for complete details.
4: that's what I'm saying. It's the joke workshop Mondays, six to eight p.m.s at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo. Four ninety nine. nine. Eight, eight, two,
12: It is disease is lost, passing through your blood. Time eats all things, but the same of this divine filth. i and, yeah. and, and steel levels! This is the new-
1: the
13: Radio FM is where you're tuned into. Flat black plastic is the show.